Jim Polzine, State Journal, also uh, covering the Badgers for us. You can find him at Jim Polzine WSJ on Twitter. Jim, how you doing? Good, Bill. How are you? We're doing well. So, um, do you think they're going to have a game this weekend, or uh, is because there's a lot of bad news coming out of Minnesota right now? Yeah, you never know. And this is such a—it's not even a daily thing. It's like an hourly thing where I could say one thing now, and an hour it'll change. It's just kind of the way things are in the COVID nineteen era. Um, it doesn't look good, certainly. I mean, Minnesota's already had problems all season long with with players who are held out, um, and it only looks like it's getting worse. And Wisconsin had the same thing a couple weeks ago. Like, you know, you got you try to get your try to get a handle on it. You have multiple positive tests lead to just more and more and more. And you got at some point you got to stop the spread before you can think about playing football. So I don't know the exact count of where Minnesota's at, um, but the fact that they are not practicing today, I think, is a is a really bad sign. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so talk about uh, this past weekend and what went so – I mean, I guess the question we asked a little bit earlier, is it fair to criticize them? Is it fair to really come down on them because a lot of their weapons weren't there at that contest? So you tell me what you saw that just went so wrong for them down in Evanston, Illinois. Well, I sat there at the game thinking I've seen this movie before because, it, it, you know, it, it seems like strange things happen at Ryan Field every time UW goes down there. Um, so it shouldn't be all that surprising. You know, I do think that not having Davis and Pryor was a game changer. Um, it just that's the two most consistent wide receivers Wisconsin has. And, you know, they, they, they just didn't have much rhythm without those guys to get open. Um, and I really think that, that affected Graham Mertz. Now, that said, he started out pretty well in that game, and um, it looked like things were going along normal. And then he just, you know, about mid-second second quarter on, things changed for him, and he was off. A couple of his throws were off, got picked off. Um, fumbles were an issue. It just it, it was not a good performance. And you can blame – there were some calls early that went against Wisconsin, but, you know, the Badgers had plenty of time to make up for that, those calls. And it, it was. It was it was a poor performance, and it's one that's really, you know, almost certainly going to cost them a chance to play for a Big Ten title. Yeah. Um, now, is did Graham Mertz, is this the first chink in the armor when it comes to poise because he didn't have his normal, uh, you know, array of weapons around him that maybe there was a little bit of uh, – because I was watching his feet. He was he was doing a lot of dancing. I was watching him moving a little bit. Was this the first time that maybe we saw a little bit of a chink in the armor when it came to poise in the pocket? Yeah, I think so. And, and the important thing to remember, you know, I wrote this Saturday night, is that he's a freshman, right? There's there's bound to be freshman moments, um, you know, no matter how good he looked early on in his career. Um, it's his third career start, and and certainly the, the toughest defense he's gone against. So, you know, it's 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 hard to be overly critical of of him, um, considering the the lack of experience he has. But y- you could see that you could see some footwork issues, and you know, I saw a little bit of that in the Illinois game and and Michigan game, and he got away with it. At times, um, he didn't get away with it the other day against Northwestern. It's a better defense. It's a, it's a more experienced, smarter defense, and um, you just couldn't get away with it. And then again, you know, it, not having Pryor and Davis there just limited his options. And Jake Ferguson was banged up for, you know, a good portion of that game too. So, you know, between that and a, and a running game that isn't totally consistent yet, that's that's a lot of red flags there that, that Wisconsin's offense had to overcome. And you know, it didn't score the last 50 minutes of the game after after the Mertz to DK um, long ball that that was successful. So it was just it was a really it was a slug, you know, kind of a slog, and 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 they couldn't find a way to move the ball consistently and shot themselves in the foot a ton. Mm-hmm. I was going to say uh, the inability to run the football consistently has become 
they're relying on the arm more so than they are on the run, and that's a complete flip-flop for what Wisconsin has, has been known for over the years. Um, is there is there room to run up front, or are we looking at uh, a, a, you know, a core of running backs that, you know, while they're good, they're not dynamic? Well, I think, you know, we've seen glimpses of Jalen Berger the last two weeks or the last two games, um, the true freshman from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. He's shown something. He's He's got a little bit of wiggle. He's got something the other guys don't have, and I think he had 15 carries last week for 90-plus yards, um, so it's there. I think I think he's probably the answer. I don't know that he's going to be a 25-30 to 30 carry type guy like Jonathan Taylor was, but I think Berger has offered them something that, that they just were lacking previously. Um, I know there was some criticism that they didn't go to Berger enough on Saturday, and I just right. think they got themselves at times in some situations where, um, you know, second and medium situations where you know they tried to get in better third down situations that it just didn't happen sometimes they shot themselves in the foot with penalties um i thought the turning point of the game uh was in the second quarter they, they had a third and one at northwestern's 36 and chose to throw deep or try to throw deep um and catch northwestern off guard i think northwestern had like 10 guys in the box um and mertz got sacked for a two-yard loss and wisconsin punted from the 38 instead of trying to go for it i just thought that was a real switch of momentum. I think Mertz's numbers fell off after that, and, and clearly Wisconsin's offense was, you know, never really good after that either. And, and, and so that one play, that one decision, I understand why Paul Chris did it, but it certainly backfired on them, and, and, and that, that was a turning point in the game. Has some of the uh, – I've been watching the last couple of days, and has some of the criticism that, you know, well, the Badgers are good, but they're always going to have that clunker. Paul Chris is always going to have that one game that trips him up. Is that criticism warranted? I, I just, you know, if you look at college football today, very few programs have a sure thing. You know, you can always talk about Alabama. You can talk about Ohio State. You can talk about right now Clemson. Maybe Notre Dame to a certain extent, although Notre Dame seems to have them more often than not. I, I don't think it's a fair criticism to knock him as a head coach that he's always going to have one of those clunkers. Yeah, and I don't even know if I'd throw this in the clunker category. Um, Illinois last year, losing down there as a 20-some point favorite that was a clunker to me this one's a pretty good northwestern team they haven't lost yet um, pat fitzgerald has a history of of having teams that are smart and tough and and this you know they had a really rocky season last year but they've bounced back they've got a really experienced group especially on defense they got a quarterback now who's you can count on um so i think this is a good team i think it's certainly a top 20 top 15 team and so losing a road game there um, is not something I would call a clunker. Uh, you know, could Wisconsin have won? Yes, certainly, and and did plenty of uh, of um, you know imploding on its own to lose that game. But I don't know that that it that I would put this one so much on on Paul Chris' inability to avoid clunkers. Um, not again, you know, not to use the the have not having two receivers um, as an excuse, but it certainly is a factor when two of your better playmakers are on the sidelines watching instead of being out there. So, you know, I think this whole – and the other thing, too, uh, this whole season's weird. Uh, the, you know, the lack of an off offseason, um, I think you're seeing week-to-week around college football that that strange things are happening. Um, it's really hard to predict what's going to happen week-to-week. And, you know, I think Wisconsin ran into a good opponent and, um, you know, couldn't overcome that. And, you know, it certainly changed how you look at this team. I mean, you were thinking, hey – possibility to go undefeated during the regular season and, and play Ohio State for a chance to go play in the playoff, and now that's out the window um, with this one loss. So it's it's kind of changed how you view this team, but I don't know that it's, it's changed how I view Paul Christ as a coach necessarily. 
Uh, real quick before I let you go, a lot of gloom and doom being uh, spouted about uh, the end or about the the basketball season, the NCAA basketball season. Give me your thoughts because uh, I know they're talking about limited travel, and I know they're trying to stay close. But traveling is traveling. I, I I don't know. It's more window dressing at this point. It's about keeping your guys safe and how you're going to be able to do so. And I thought football was going to be tough, but certainly college basketball seems to be really running into a lot of problems right now. Yeah, and I got I got a story running tomorrow, kind of along those lines of how you know it was it was challenging to put together a schedule, um, and now comes the hard part is 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 playing that schedule out as it's as it's written. And I think even even the most optimist people optimistic people at UW are are being realistic that you know the 27 games on their schedule is it's probably not how it's going to look at the end of the season. There's going to be some hiccups and changes and cancellations and stuff. Um, you know, there's. They have testing on their side, but that that also means that, you know, one positive test within two weeks uh, of a game is probably going to wipe that game out. And and they're getting some of these teams, Eastern Illinois, Arkansas, Pine Bluff on campus the day before they'll get tested, and the day of also of games. Um, and you know, again, one positive test and it's a cancellation. So, you know, I think it's just going to be kind of a day by day thing. Like I mentioned at the top of this interview, it's it's you know, you can ask me something at at noon, and it, the answer might change by 3 o'clock because I just think there's going to be so many um, moving pieces. And, and, you know, the one thing I think Wisconsin has on its side is a veteran, mature team that, you know, went through a lot last year and is probably not going to be frazzled by um, cancellations and, and a pandemic. It's just it's, it's, a, it's a group with a good head on its shoulders, and I, and I think it'll be able to get through that. Now we're just going to see how many games they can actually complete this season. Jim, great stuff. Appreciate it. Uh, if you get to, enjoy Minnesota. And if not, uh, we will talk again soon, okay? Thanks, Bill. Take care. Appreciate it. There you go. And that is our good friend Jim Polzine, Wisconsin State Journal, Madison.com. Follow him on Twitter at Jim Polzine, WSJ.com. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com.